0: back to another episode of the liberated mind show i'm your host along with our second host jay and i'm kay and uh this is episode 21 we're gonna call this the vaccine episode uh we'll just be talking about what's going on in today's world with the coronavirus and the new vaccine that's out there jay take it away
1: all right so let's jump right in um how much impact do you believe the politicians and healthcare workers receiving a COVID vaccine on camera will sway people whether they get the vaccine or not?
0: I believe, I believe it'll sway them. Um, as what we've seen, it's been out just about a little over a week now, going on two weeks. And... It seems as though you know the news is focusing on healthcare. Well, they made it. They made it clear that healthcare providers um, and workers would be the first. They'd be prioritized in receiving this. So um, now that they're getting it, uh, people are feeling comfortable because, in actuality, if you really think about it, I would want those to be the last people, one of the last people to get it, because if there are side effects from it, who would we have taking care of us? mm-hmm so I, I found it a little strange but um yeah they were prioritizing them and as we've seen in the news it's been um pretty much them going up doctors nurses anybody whatever whatever their role is within healthcare, they're putting them to the forefront saying hey look they're getting it you should get it too and it, it looks to be working because you just hear people talking about, oh, I can't wait to get my shot.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what's your take on that?
1: Um, yeah, I agree with you that it's kind of crazy that they would kind of put the healthcare workers as the sacrificial lambs out there to get it first. And then it's also crazy that um, politicians are kind of jumping the line. Mm. And and getting the shots, even though it was clearly said that healthcare workers and um, like what was it, like the elderly in the nursing homes and stuff were going to be prioritized. Yeah, they were next in line after healthcare workers, right? Yeah, but you know, politicians, uh, you know, jumped the line. So that was a little funny, but I think it's definitely going to have an impact on their, especially the politicians on their bases and stuff like that. So if somebody see them getting it, then, you know, they're going to run out and follow suit. And then, you know, imagery is powerful to, to some people. All they have to see is a certain image and they'll run out and be like, oh, yeah, well, if they got it, I'll get it too. The first image they showed was a black nurse giving, it, giving the, uh, the vaccine to another black nurse. So it's like, you're clearly trying to target us because they know that we're not trustworthy of what's any kind of vaccine or whatever, because of the Tuskegee experiment and various experiments that they've, you know, run on our people throughout the wow. years. So they, they definitely had a plan to go along with the pandemic. So it's playing out. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's like two things you mentioned there.
0: was um, First was about the, the politicians. And it's like, what I found ironic is the politicians that said this was a hoax, uh, one of the first to jump in line, like Lindsey Graham, mm-hmm. you know, the senator out there in uh, South Carolina. There's a um, picture of him getting the vaccine and he's all proud getting it. Well, I understand that he fits that demographic that would be um, adversely affected, but at the same time, what are you doing? I understand if they say, okay, we have to prioritize within the government, such as President of the United States, you could think, and maybe the Vice President. But after that, I don't see how senators get to jump line in front of anyone else, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: especially since these fools got health care. They have health care, so guess what? They're in good hands if they do get sick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas the elderly, they could be on Medicaid, and they need, they need to get some of the best. They don't necessarily have access to the best health care, but um, if this vaccine does everything that they say it, it does, um, it would put them in a good position, whereas he's taking somebody's vaccine just because he feels privileged. Because mm-hmm. the people who put him there to begin with, you know what I mean. Yeah. Man, that's the thing that trips me up with these people anyway is like we put you in this position and you just shit over everything, and over everybody as if you're you're better than that. So yeah. I don't get it because they keep reelecting these types of people, him and Mitch McConnell, especially. But that's here nor there. But yeah, and also how you um second point was when you uh worded it the pandemic and um i oh, yeah i agree with you on that because um there's just too too many things that we could consider coincidence that occurred since all of this has occurred mm-hmm. and um now because we know, like the top of the year 2020 this was the what was it happy people or, or something campaign yeah yeah reason reason Islam was um brought that to the mm-hmm. light so for 2020 there was like a vaccines bill gates was in on it and ironically enough this whole vaccine has technology at the epicenter because it it's synthetic mrna
1: Mm. being
0: used this is the first vaccine of its kind being given to the general population whereas you don't have any part of the vaccine either weakened or dead vaccine, sorry, of the virus, either weakened or dead, put in the vaccine. So it's mRNA, which they can manipulate to the body thinking it's that protein. So it is actually manipulating it through technology, which is scary within itself because Bill Gates stepped down from Microsoft and a few other people within the tech world stepped down and this is what they jumped behind—is all this vaccination, and now you're introducing technology into vaccines. So yeah, that should lift some eyebrows, but
1: uh, the world's asleep. They'll just call us um, conspiracy theorists, and so on and so forth.
0: <laughs> now, now, you can't be a conspiracy theorist when it comes to you know, once once you know your history, you can't be a conspiracy theorist because it's been done before. And like they said, if you don't know your history, it will repeat itself. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we have every reason, absolute reason to be suspicious of them pushing this, especially with the images of when we are at the forefront of anything good in this country. I'll put exactly. it like- <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's facts, man. Mm-hmm. And You just you, you made a good and And that, that kind of leads into my second question, which is, um. We know that the flu shot took decades of research and it's still only 45% effective. Mm-hmm. So how is it plausible that a vaccine developed in six or seven months is 90% effective?
0: Yeah, I think to 95% is what they're trying to say this Pfizer one is. And my answer is, I don't know. I don't know how they can say, yeah, I don't know. The only thing that I do know is that when you rush things, you don't get necessarily the results that you would like. You may get what you want up front, but you don't know what the end product is. So yeah, we can go ahead and rush the job. Just like you can put a house up overnight, but guess what? If a strong wind comes, that's it.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. It takes time and planning. You have to, you have to consider for variables. And, um, with this, it's like the flu. We know that the flu continuously mutates. That's why they have different, I don't know, different strains, I guess we can call it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's different strains of the flu, and that's why it's only 45%, because they take that into consideration. Well, we know it's going to mutate. as what we're seeing right now with this uh, COVID-19 out there in England. It's mm-hmm. mutated where they're saying, I, I, I watch the words they use. They say it's more infectious. Not necessarily saying it's more deadly, but they're saying more infectious. Mm -hmm. So, if it's more infectious, what about when you were making your vaccine? It was it prepared with this in mind, or still with the old strain of COVID Mm nineteen? And then, if so, where does that put you? You know, Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like I said, we're just in a crazy time right now crazy
1: time. <laughs> yeah, with that being said, it's like when i seen the whole thing about in the UK, oh, now COVID, this strain is more infectious and everything, and it spreads um, easier. I was like, yeah, that's possible. But also the timing, once again, makes you wonder like, okay, they bring bringing this time, and it's coming out now, is it tr- to try to push the vaccine even more? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like all that stuff is just popping to my head. I'm like, it's, it's, it's crazy. And then when you um think about like, like let's take I Am Legend for example. Now we all know all movies are fiction, but a lot of them are based in fact. They they get you for, for the entertainment value, which is wildly you know, the fictional part, the graphics and, you know, special effects and all that. Mm-hmm. But in I Am Legend, there was a vaccine that was you. I believe it was like to cure cancer or something like that. Mm-hmm. What happened was side effects happened that didn't occur at the end of, of the First, but there were side effects that happened over time. And what happened was it created these these um creatures, it turned people into these creatures that couldn't be out in the sunlight, and they kind of, and they lost their um humanity. Mm-hmm. So, like when you see stuff like that, like yeah, it's entertainment, but it's also it also gives you a glimpse of it's a it's a real possibility that something some kind of side effects like this, drastic side effects can happen, especially when you rush a vaccine. That's a fact.
0: Yeah, it's um takes from elements of, of reality and, yeah, that's that'd be my main concern because all these, what do they call them? Doomsday shows, apocalypse shows, like The Walking Dead.
1: Mm-hmm
0: they always have roots within vaccines. You know what I mean? And like you keep hearing the same, it's like the same recipe you have in each of these movies where anytime there's some type of strange outbreak of some sort, it's always, the the root cause is always a uh, vaccine. So now that we have this same thing being used over and over again, it, it seems like it's a heads up. You guys know that it's possible. Just like science fiction movies from 50 years ago have elements of technology that we use today and don't even think about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, it's not all fiction because the government's been using it for some time at this point. And we know that they, I mean, earlier this year, they, they came out and confirmed that they they admit that there's aliens, you know what I mean? hmm So it's um ain't no telling. Ain't no telling what 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 they know, what they've done and what they're planning right now. So I mean, look look who's in office. So we, we know.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Who would ever, ever thought anything like that could be president?
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Just, sure. It just lets you know that anything is possible. For sure. Can't downplay stuff. Nope. All right. So although constitutionally and technically the government can't directly force us to take the vaccine, do you see like various gatekeepers such as airlines, employers, schools and hotels becoming vaccination hubs? Oh yeah. They already said, um,
0: it's been thrown out there that an employer can mandate. I mean, case in point, I work for a hospital and they mandate the flu vaccine. Now, I guess at one point it was an option, but over time it became mandated. Mm. Like, as of now, um, two Fridays ago, they brought this vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine for Corona. In which they instituted and that first you had to register for it and they were prioritized who within the hospital system could get that. And now we have it to where, Oh, guess what? You don't have, we're not prioritizing. Everyone's gotten it. And we have plenty. We have enough for all staff and we've got a few thousand, a couple thousand, maybe four or 5,000 people to which, um, they're gonna give within that hospital system so it's just like we'll walk in they say pretty much you just register you just walk in you get the shot wait 15 minutes so right now you're making it so simple to the fact whereas it's not a, it's not being mandated it's an option right now so we'll make it easy we'll give you the time to to go and do it but over time it's going to be like all right if you want to keep your job you need to have this because we're not trying to have this spread, you know, within the the job. Not to mention that if people don't get it and they and then they do test positive for it, that's time off from work. And the employer is not trying to deal with that anymore because they yeah. feel like at this point it's an option. You're choosing to put yourselves in harm's way. That's the way that they'll put it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I also heard that airlines will start enforcing it for international travel. And like we see with this whole mutation going out there in England, they're shutting down borders again in in parts of uh, Europe. So right now you're putting it to a point where it's like, all right, if you want to travel right now, the borders are shut. But when we reopen, we only want people coming into our country riding on our airlines. If It's Air France riding in on airlines. They have to have that because I mean, right now, some are mandating that you test before, you get on the plane when you're going, and then when you're coming back, you have to test before you get back on. So you're already throwing in mandates here and there. So now that we've introduced a uh, vaccine into the equation, I can easily see where that's going to be mandated. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's funny how for so long, I can speak specifically of here in the U.S., how we... How we would have our we have our constitutional right. We have we have our religious freedoms as well. And if it if it went against your religion, you were always exempt. But now it's like, all right, we're not even doing that. You must me? Jobs are doing that. When it comes to the flu shot, it's like, all right, that religious exemption no longer adheres to this. So it's either you're getting it or you're
1: retiring or you're quitting. I do want to play it. It's it's crazy. It's crazy like to to force that, especially like with there's so many jobs out here now that can be done at home, mhm, so it's that's like facts why you gotta force a vaccine when the person could could potentially do their job at home one hundred percent of the time facts all you gotta that's do that. is provide that like mhm, I
0: have to cut you off, but that's actually a situation. That I'm aware of where this person was they they for the flu, for the flu, they were near the retirement age. They had their plans of when they wanted to retire. But due to the um they had the stipulation at the place of employment to get the flu shot or not. And it's up to you if you want to get it. And if you don't, December first you will no longer be employed here. So it was like a forced retirement on that person. And they had given 40 plus years of service there. Oh, wow. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing is this year, this person had been working from home since March. So you mean to tell me this person had not been on site since March. What is the flu shot doing if they're working from a remote
1: place in their house? Exactly. They're not even what in an office. It was, it was more like a cop-out. It was an easy way to get them mm-hmm. out the door early. It's a trip. It's a trip, bro. It's all, it's all a game, man. It's all about controlling.
0: And I think, I think of the situations... Because you can always find a, another job, right? Or you can create a job, create a business. Mm-hmm. So there's ways to avoid it within the working industry. But for travel, especially for those who may have relocated and they want to go see family, or just if you just want a vacation, mm-hmm. the mere fact that you cannot have a choice, you have to make that decision It's either I'm going to continue to travel or I'm not. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because... I don't want this vaccine. It should be it should be up to you. I mean, what's wrong with the stipulations we already have in place with the temperature check, the mask? You know what I mean. As long as they're not um, displaying any type of symptoms. Yeah. Why Why not just continue down that road? Because how are we proving people are getting these vaccines? I know at my place of employment, they give you the vaccine. Then they give you a card that says you have it. And I found that weird. I had coworkers telling me, Yeah, you get a you get a card. I'm like, get a card? Don't this sound
1: like something from Nazi Germany? Yeah, Warcraft. so says, yeah, so they're tracking you, giving you yeah. give you a, a number.
0: So yeah, where where are you going? Oh, you gotta present this card that hey, I'm good to go. It's fishy. I've never seen nothing like it. Yeah, that don't, that don't
1: <laughs> sound too kosher.
0: And, you know, that's another thing. Muslims, they're saying, hey, we don't want to take it because it's not halal. Mm -hmm. So now
1: what? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's crazy, man. This forced vaccination is like, it's not cool. Because it's like, Y'all be pushing all this rah rah stuff about constitutions and rights and stuff like that, but then when it comes to vaccinations, it's like all that's out the door. Like, it's not. A yeah, you got. It. I'm like, it's just weird to me. It's so it's so weird that the person that's out there pushing this so hard and like be kind of becoming the face of it is like the former CEO of Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's weird. Like he doing interviews, been doing interviews for vaccines for years, and it's like, it's weird. It's it's super weird. I'm like, why? No type of medical background. None. That's what I'm saying. And he and he always like targets Africa.
0: That's what I was about to say. Yep, and we don't beat around the bush. We know where he's going
1: out there testing this shit. I'm like man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be like those those various movies that you talked about, post apocalyptic stuff and all that, where you're gonna have these rebellion groups <laughs> that gotta be underground because they refuse to get this stuff, and you go through checkpoints and they scan you and be like, oh, you're good, you got it. Mhm. Like, what was that movie? Um, uh-
0: Planet of the Apes, what was it? Um, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Remember they had those people who were living yeah. on the ground. They said radiation got to them and all this stuff. But <laughs> like I said, I can see that scenario in which you're saying. People just hiding out. Yeah, but, it's, it's going to be like that. But let's talk about the elephant in the room for real, for real though. I remember when this outbreak first started, they were talking about how devastating this would have been to the continent of africa meanwhile it's the united states is where this is causing like rampage and and so forth in europe yeah you know what i mean how about that (laughs) so it's like you wanted the africans to be the guinea pigs for the vaccine though Mm because you remember months ago when those italian doctors were on there and they were saying hey Let's do it for the... um, Because they're poor. Let's go out there. First of all, Eastern Europe is poor. Mm -hmm. Russia is poor. But you never hear these places. It's always Africa is synonymous with with, um, poverty, plain and simple. Mm -hmm. You have these guinea pigs in your countries to which you could go test on. You have parts, all those Pacific islands, you have parts where they're way below way below the uh, poverty line but it's always africa but when people want to talk about poor it's always a black face
1: they need to say is poor mm-hmm. india yeah.
0: pakistan
1: yeah.
0: bangladesh
1: right exactly okay. it's not to cut you off i'm sorry but uh, it's crazy because they take these images in certain places just like in certain places you can go to detroit right in certain places in Detroit, that look like a third-world country. Mm-hmm. Just like anywhere. In certain places, that's like that. Yep. They use that. those those. I used to hate those commercials they used to show. Uh, Africa to try to make it like that was the whole continent. Mm-hmm. Africa is beautiful. When you actually do the research and you look at like real pictures of real Africa and stuff like that, how the majority mm-hmm. of it really is, It's a beautiful place with lots of nice architecture, you know, a lot of technology, and everything. Even maps are deceiving because they make Africa a small continent where Africa is really the largest continent. Like, hands down, it's the largest body mass on the planet. But maps are so deceiving, they want to make it like, uh, oh, that's a black continent, so... Let's make it small. Let's let's make it minuscule. Like it doesn't really matter.
0: Yep, that's all about that minority. Like the, the word minority, it's a minority thinking. They want to keep going. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because they make um the size of Greenland. They make Greenland almost half the size of the whole continent of Africa.
1: Yeah. <laughs> shout out! Shout out to uh, Jane Elliot for that. Mm. Mm-hmm. She she be dropping jewels, but. When I yep. learned that and I actually researched it, I was like I'm like yo, Africa is huge. But they always show it as smaller than all of the European countries. Yep. It wasn't done by accident. No, that's all it's all a game. Everything everything is planned. Indeed. 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 Yeah. So all right. So back to the um the vaccine. So there's been uh you know severe allergic reactions and Bell's palsy uh, linked to this vaccine. Mm-hmm. Do you foresee that some side effects won't be seen until like months or years in the future? Most death. Most stuff.
0: Even like um, what was that? Nexium. It was a heartburn medication, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It started off as a prescription. Then it was OTC. So you could go in Walmart and just go pick it up. It had been out nearly 20 years. Then all of a sudden, oh, this causes cancer. Just like talcum powder. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, (laughs) something with your trial studies (laughs) aren't even up to a year. You, You just, just because of inconvenience. Let's just call it what it is. It's an inconvenience because- for well, us to stay home is an inconvenience. It's not life or death. Yeah, people can present it saying, oh, well, social aspect, well, we do have technology, which allows us to keep in touch with people. Mm-hmm. And if something, you can get rid of something. Initially, the way it was being reported was, hey, if we just lock down everything for like six weeks, we'll be straight. They end up doing that out in China. That's where the first outbreak was. The government literally went up there locked people in their houses, and their outbreaks went down dramatically. I think like 60%, something crazy. And they, you, you could count. It wasn't anywhere in the hundreds of thousands of people like we have over here. But um, all it took was, okay, hey, you have to be inconvenient for X amount of weeks, and then from there, everything should be straight and just adhere to the social distancing. Here, you can't even have people put on a mask. You know what I'm saying? So now we now we had a rush vaccine. I'm not saying it wasn't an emergency, but it was still rushed. And the fact is, we know cancer is in just about everything. So now there's there's no doubt that people are gonna be Unfortunately, experiencing some side effects from this years down the road. Maybe not even years, maybe just months. I mean, you had put me on to something earlier when we were talking about this. You want to share with that? Uh what, what exactly? As far as with what the vaccine and it being rushed and basically what side effects. I mean, like, we oh, have,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah with the um yeah when they did the study in the UK mhm it was like a bunch of people that got severe allergic reactions and then there was uh people that got you know had bell's palsy which is like oh. the you know temporary um paralysis of one side of your face mm-hmm. so it's like you can't dismiss this kind of stuff and then also turn around and say oh you can't sue these companies Yep, that's that's it. it. That's, really yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, you, you can't you can't sue the companies because they're 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 essentially being uh, not held responsible for any kind of vaccine vaccine injuries or allergic reactions. And then on top of that, the government is also not willing not going to pay out for any kind of reactions or in, or vaccine injuries either. So the government and the pharmaceutical companies don't hold no liability so ultimately the liability is falling on yourself so when you make the choice you have to remember that your your decision is based is all on you so no matter what happens it's all on you nobody's gonna be held responsible other than yourself
0: it's It's just too many there's too many red flags being thrown up for us not to just say hey
1: this ain't this ain't all sweet like they're trying to present it. Yeah, it's it's crazy because you gotta think like it's how many how many vaccines have been m- created over time, and none of them have been released without, I would say, a minimum three to five years of research and testing and. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just I understand that this was an emergency event or whatever. But six to seven months, what could really be how many how many how many groups that you know, testing groups did you have? How many different very vari- variations and variables were incorporated into those tests? Hmm. So it's like because what? it was rushed. The Bell's palsy and the severe allergic reactions are are downplayed, and pushed aside. Like, oh, it's okay. A, a little Bell's palsy isn't no problem. <laughs> it ain't contagious. Yeah, they they acting like they they like it's it's a sniffles or something. Like, oh <laughs> no, just a just a little bit. It's okay. Just a little Bell's palsy. He'd be all right.
0: Yeah, but it's like, yeah. How many groups do you have? With the the variable like illnesses like people who happen to be diabetic or people with these autoimmune um, issues to which they haven't had within their test groups Mm -hmm. so you have different segments of the populations with health elements that you didn't necessarily have during your trials so they may say in theory but it only affects about a hundred thousand out of a 300 million uh, population U.S.
1: Mm. total
0: population, so that's no big deal. But guess what? These are people's lives. These ain't n- just numbers. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing when it comes to all these these um, controlled and variable tests. It's like, all right, you'll see it broken down in percentages. Just like with this, oh, this is only a two to three percent um, death rate with this uh, COVID nineteen. You're saying a two to three percent? Yeah. That sounds numbers wise, but when you break it down throughout the whole population, that's over 2 million people dead. That's Mm -hmm. 2 million people dead. You know what I'm saying? We already have 300,000 dead and and they're making it seem like it's business as usual, no big deal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we're just mentioning percentages and numbers as a way to sway people. Like, you can say, oh, this is 95% effective based upon how many people get it. So, that means 5% of the people that are getting it, they can still end up with it and die. Mm -hmm. Add that up. And it ain't just, it's just not a percentage. It's a person. Because guess what? If that's your relative, my relative, friend, anyone that I know, it ain't just a number. You know what I mean? That's a loved one. So, it's like, I don't think people are grasping that because... I see a lot of idiots just throwing that out there. Oh, it's only a two to three percent death rate. Uh, there's a ninety ninety eight percent chance of recovery, and
1: all of this. I'm even... th- these idiots are like, common sense will let you know that anything above a zero percent death rate is bad. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, what what are you even talking about? And like, it's it's crazy because. We live in a capitalistic society. Mm -hmm. So everything is always about numbers. And the reason why is because when you present the numbers a certain way, it it makes shit look shiny. Pretty much. So it's like, yeah, if I say this phrase and I say it this way with these numbers, Mm -hmm. people are going to be like, oh, yeah, that's not really that bad. I got them. Yeah, like when you, if you use percentages and stuff like that, it makes it, you know, like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's shit, but it's like 14 karat gold. But when you get to the heart of the numbers and take away the percentages and actually look at the actual numbers, you could be like, it's still shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you could say 2% of the population, but 2% of billions are millions of people mm-hmm. so it's like is that is that okay with you like oh that that's just okay because somebody got in there and told you percentage and because you're sheep you like oh yeah yeah that's not too bad but nobody should be losing their lives over this thing over something that's preventable exactly
0: and, and I think that's the, the human element was, was taken out of it. It's because if somebody comes into your house in the middle of the night, and let's say it's your immediate and extended family and friends, which totals up to 100 people, and you know each and every one of these individuals, and they say, well, 2% of y'all are going to die, would you not be concerned? Would you not fight and do everything you could to, to prevent that from happening? You just yeah. want to say, "Well, ninety eight of us are gonna walk out of here,
1: though." Uh, you see, yeah, exactly. People don't see it that way. No, and no. they ex- they expect like they expect everybody to downplay shit, and it's like because we're we're so conditioned that people just want to go along just to get along, so they like that downplayed coated shit instead of just realizing what's really going on. Like, they, they trying to mess with your mind. They trying to make you feel like it's, this is a big deal, but it's not really a big deal. It's a big deal to the point that you need a vaccine. But on the other hand, it's not really that, that big of a deal because it's such a small population of people that's dying. So yeah. it's, it's okay that people are dying. But here, take this vaccine. And like
0: I said, the the initial spin on it was, the flu kills more people than this car accident. I like when they start throwing numbers again. Yeah, but if someone just threw something crazy out there like that, and I know someone, you know, who's affected by like one of my closest friends growing up, only made it to twenty one because of a car accident, and you can't say, oh well, more people die in car accidents just. Just alluded to that as if it's no big deal. It's like, all right, guess what? If you know someone that's died in that manner, you gonna it's going to hit home more than you just throwing out that stat just to make a point,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is bullshit to begin with, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, they just, like you said, it's the whole capitalism and it's the whole, that's the whole European individualism as well. Mm-hmm. It's not coming from family orientation. It's always been individualized. That's the Darwinism, the survival of the fittest and all that. It's mm-hmm. just, that's how they've always been. That's the mentality. So it, it doesn't sound foreign to them because mm-hmm. it comes natural. Like, Hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But, but for those, for those of us, especially those of us who are African, black, whatever you want to call yourself, who have a descendant of Africans at the end of the day, we we all know how important family is. And so for when, when you say this stuff, it can hit home more. And we relate to it. And it's just like, nah, that's not cool. It's either we're not going or we all going. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It isn't, oh, yeah, you just make it out. Or these few make it. And I think, like you said, it's, it's just the bullshit that they're throwing out there. And it's still shit at the end of the day. It's still shit.
1: Yeah. Mm. And they yeah, that that uh individualism they pump that so often that some of some of our skin folk be into that too. You see it a lot. They be about self, they don't be about the village, they don't they don't even care about the village. Yeah, they like they've been in the belly of the beast long enough to where they, they believe that they are the beast. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, because think about just think about like employment experiences. It's always that one person of African descent that can make it to a certain position, the managerial position. And when they get there, all the, all the other, all the while, when they were like not in that position, they were like, yeah, yeah, you know, like all trying to be cool. And like, yeah, we all can make it. If I get in this position, I'm gonna make sure we all make it. They get in that position, they forget all about that shit and they forget about all who they are and who they were. And then the people that they were cool with suddenly become people that they don't even really speak to no more because they feel like they made it. So they don't got nothing else to do. And if they can make it, if they made it, you can make it too on your own. Clarence Thomas. <laughs> For real
0: yeah and it's like that's that Stockholm syndrome too it's like you, you've been there long enough to where you you fall in love with with that um with the person that's basically put you in the bad position to what you are mm-hmm. so it's like um you think you're now part of their family you forget how you got to that point yeah you, know you could have been kidnapped as a child from your from your biological family and raised by wolves or whatever the case may be. But guess what? The day that you find out you were kidnapped, you should know where you stand. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly. So, yeah, these, these people need to watch um, Planet of the Apes, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. When Caesar mm-hmm. broke the sticks apart, and he said, uh, what, monkeys apart, they break easily. But monkeys together are unstoppable. So it's like, in that in that case, it's like, why can't we stand together? Because we're definitely going to be stronger together. Like, standing stand on your own or whatever, it's like, yeah, you can do it. But if you don't got nobody backing you or you don't got that support, you're going to break easy. They're, like you'll get worn down so easily because you don't got that support. You chose. You chose to act like you don't even belong to the village. So even if you tried to come back, nobody gonna let you come back. Except that's what we do, though. Look at Almarosa. People. I mean, yeah. I mean, when I say we, I'm talking about. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm talking about like people like us. With our mindset i ain't talking i ain't talking about the skin folk the heritage mindset right (laughs) yeah i ain't talking about the skin folk that be like oh yeah everybody can come to the cookout (laughs) i'm like no i'm talking i'm talking about people people with that's that's on that that higher frequency man like Mm -hmm. when somebody when somebody show you who they are you're supposed to believe them right so when you when you believe who they are there's no coming back because just like with your house, there's certain people that you're not going to let in your house mm-hmm. just because you know how they are. So why would you let this person that showed that they're a traitor and they don't have any kind of good intentions or anything, why would you even let them back in the community? That's, that's detrimental. That's like letting
0: the Trojan horse back. in. Yeah. Well, that's That's why you got to break people down and tell them, Forgive thy neighbor. <laughs> I'm, just <saying. laughs> I'm just saying. That's where that mentality comes from though. And and it works.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry, but you can you can forgive. Forgiveness is one thing, but you can't you can never forget. Mm-hmm. You for, you forgive people for yourself. But you don't forgive to be a fool. I, I agree. I agree. That's, that's crazy. Because, like, that's like if a snake is coming at you and they bite you, you get better. And you'd be like, all right, I forget a snake. I'm not going to kill him. But you also not going to step in their path no more because you're not, you're not forgetting right. what they did. But the crazy thing is,
0: even if you don't learn from that experience through self, you should just learn it through others. But you still have people who will still walk that path and say, oh, well, the snake won't bite me because it's me. Mm-hmm. Just like you have those. I mean, God bless the dead that bottom Gene, the cop came into his house, killed him his immediate family, his father and brother forgave her, and guess what? She's not talking about, yo. I did my year. I'm trying to get out. So she's not even she doesn't even have that that guilt hmm. to where she feels as though she did something wrong. It's like, it's about, nah, you know what? Big Wolf, they forgave me, so therefore it must not be that big of a deal. That's the type of message that's being sent, though. Yeah. Exactly. Where that, and not to mention the judge who gave the Bible initially and said, "Hey, we gotta pray for her
1: and forgive her," Mm -hmm. which I've never seen before. And And then the the bailiff, didn't didn't the bailiff like brush her hair and all that, like everything?
0: But it's like people aren't learning from their mistakes, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and that's the thing. It's like, all right, if I'm in that situation, I I should know. Hey, tread lightly. This is how you do it. This how this is how it's got to
1: be. Yeah. yeah, the way they forgave her, man, I'm like, first of all, you don't have to outwardly forgive anybody or anything. Mm-hmm. You do it personally, but I forgive them because you want to lift that burden off of yourself. Mm-hmm. So you won't weigh yourself down. There's no way if she would have murdered somebody in my family that I'm going to get up there and hug her and tell her that I'm not, I'm not going to take the burden away from you. Right. So I'm not going to tell you that, that I forgive you. You right. need to, you need to deal with that because of what you did. But when I meditate and when I get centered, I'm going to, you know, come to that point within me. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not for the perpetrator to be forgiven because why, why are you absolving them of any kind of guilt? They, they need to live with that. That's karma hmm Karma is, is a universal thing. It's a it's an energy. They need to if they did bad, they need to deal with bad. You can't lift that off of them. What are you doing? Like, that's not how the universe works. hmm Because at that point you're saying, you know what, you absolved that just
0: it's alright if you do it again. I'll forgive you again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone has to for every action there's a reaction and you know what you did so therefore you know you have to live with that it shouldn't like you said it should not be on like you said it didn't have to, that didn't have to be outward i know mm-hmm. we like drifted off a little back into that but i was just bringing that up just to compare to you know it's just the mentality we've been bred to have here
1: yeah no so, i know do- yeah i definitely agree yeah it, it all Play back into about conditioning and everything, and you know, yeah. it's it's crazy though, man. Indeed. All right, so uh, back on the uh, topic, uh, final question. Um, while I understand why people, you know, will choose to receive the vaccine, and everyone can make their own choice about that. Um, personally, do you plan on? getting the vaccine or your family getting it and why or why not? No, I think
0: I, I said it. I think I said the last episode, even experiencing that uh, COVID-19, that's still not going to shift my mind anytime soon as far as jumping on board to that. Um, with time, maybe two years down the line, after seeing exactly what reactions our current, I, I can say I can at least consider it,
1: mm. but
0: um, it's like, I mean, I'll, I'll throw it out there like gamers. Everyone knows you don't jump on that first generation console. Yeah. You know, it's got all sorts of bugs that need to be worked out, and it's based upon what the um the gamers put that console through. Mm-hmm. So now you have different variations of people receiving a vaccine. Those people who may be smokers, drinkers, people that exercise, et cetera. These are different things which will affect the body because all bodies are different. Mm -hmm. So we don't know exactly how that will work. I know um, people with asthma, since it was a respiratory virus, how will it affect them? So, I mean, there's just too many questions out there, not enough answers. So I, I can't see myself wanting to jump up and say, I'm doing this. Because I know another thing that I'm seeing is saying, I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for my daughter. I'm doing it for my son. That's the new slogan they're trying to throw out there. Mm-hmm. That you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for others. Man, you couldn't get people to put on a mask, which takes nothing from you, but people found reason to say not to wear a mask because of carbon dioxide and all of this.
1: And so, in oppression. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or you're in a side of oppression. <laughs> so if you got people, if you got people who are going crazy over a mask, how can you then sit up there and say, hey, all right, the mask thing didn't work. Go get inoculated. Let's see how that
1: works out. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, if you thought if you thought people were oppressed by the mask, who <laughs> this vaccine thing is gonna be the worst thing since slavery. <laughs> but
0: but it's crazy though, and when we think about it, because you know, they keep talking about the side effects of covid nineteen may be erectile dysfunction, it may be become infertile. So if you've got all of this and then you're throwing something to manipulate that within the mRNA to make the body think it's that. How isn't any of that going to play out in the vaccine as well? You you feel me? So I'm just like, just got to wait and see. Yeah.
1: No, that, That whole synthetic mRNA thing, where it's like it's technology and the Mm -hmm. vaccine like you mentioned earlier in the show it's like how can that be manipulated and who and who's controlling it exactly and what is going to happen when it gets activated
0: you could be fine today and then they say you know what this segment of the population You know, normally we wait a few years and then we try to gentrify it. But you know what? We need that shit now. Mm -hmm. All it takes is, hey, call up my homie Bill. Yeah. All right. What do we need to do to make this happen? Mm -hmm. Hit that button and then all of a sudden people start having some zombies
1: or whatever the case is. You get them out of there. And the crazy part is you register for your shot. Mm -hmm. So your name's in the database, Mm -hmm. and they know exactly which, whatever it is, if it's a a nano, nanomite or whatever is inside of you, they know exactly what nanomite it is, and they can target whatever they want to do to you, and voila, like, whatever whatever the result is, is going to happen.
0: I'm just. I know this might be an extreme case, but anything's possible. Mm-hmm. It could be a creditor, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, you owe us this. Well, you ain't getting it. All right. This how we are gonna get it? Yeah. They they have access. To, it's it's crazy. It sounds far fetched, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: that shit is possible now.
1: Yeah, it is. This this is stepping into a new a whole new arena, like. Vaccine. I didn't trust vaccines before like i wasn't i'm i'm not i don't get the flu shot i I was forced to get it one time when I worked in the hospital gave me the worst case of flu i ever had right i I refused to get it but this right here this is a game changer mm-hmm. they got something that's that can manipulate your DNA yep so you think I'm gonna take my black ass? To voluntarily get this vaccine and let them inject something in me that's, that can that can change my DNA to I don't even know what, and then if something happened to me, I, I can't sue your ass either.
0: Who says you'd even be in the right mind frame to even do so? They can
1: manipulate you. Exactly. They could they could turn us all into clones where we just like on some. Yes, boss. No boss. Get out. Yep. It's like, we yeah. it like can't have camera flashes on deck.
0: Yep. It's, like you said, it's a game changer. It's the best way to describe it.
1: Yeah. And I know, like, there's people out there that's going to be disagreeing with us because they're like, well, I'm I'm getting it. I mean, that's your, that's your choice. That's your Right. Mm-hmm. as an American citizen so you go ahead and you know do do your American duty get your vaccine and you know whatever whatever happens happens but we we just letting y'all know what our opinion is our stance so you can you can take the stance and you know ponder and come to a different conclusion or you can keep your stance and you know go ahead and just you know make sure you let us know what your side effects are yeah look out yeah because it's not if it's when that's I, be- I believe that it's a fact
0: it's
1: always a matter of time when yeah, cause it's, it's weird, and when you said it early in the episode, like this vaccine doesn't have any trace of the virus. Like, when do when does that ever happen? Now, <laughs>
0: now, and they want us to be the guinea pigs. Yeah, you know, and especially with. With that crazy lunatic that's in uh, number forty-five, with him in charge, nah, man, you don't know. We already know it's all about materialism with him. So, like I said that man gets mad. Who knows? Who knows what access he has? Mm-hmm. Does whatever, and then we we the ones paying the price. We the ones paying the price. So, like I said I don't seen things a president. In the United States, at least out in the open, I don't seen the President do things that I never thought I'd see and mm. get away with it and does it over and over again and it's not a problem, so the game's gonna change game's gonna change,
1: yeah, And you know what's crazy like I'm not the biggest Joe Biden fan or whatever by by any means, but he had a press conference last week, right. It was this is something small but it was such a relief to see somebody in that position you know take questions from the media and not shut them up right and answer them with some kind of you know sense sense <laughs> and respect right cuz you know it's been 4 years of disrespect and stupidity so i was like even I know politicians be gaming. They, they, you know, they they be gaming everybody. But just to see that, it's like, damn, I forgot what this was like. Right. This fool, he like, he was on a rampage, and then he said the vaccine would be done by December, and it was done done by December. So I'm like either he rushed them and they felt like pressure or his dumb ass let something slip that he knew <laughs> that the that the vaccine was ready and they were gonna put it out in December. Right. But his his unintelligent ass let it be known. Yeah, right. y'all, y'all get it in December.
0: <laughs> i think i think initially he was saying october right because he was trying to get it in before the election yeah yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah 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 Then when they lost the election they said well that's because the vaccine was ready and they didn't put it out because they didn't want him to get reelected." <laughs> and he's not getting credit for this vaccine how do you want to take credit for the vaccine, but not take credit for the debts?
1: That's what I'm saying. Like you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. You you got you got like, you got take the good with the bad.
0: That's like being a coach of a ball team. I only take credit for the wins. The losses, nah. We ain't talking about that. <laughs>
1: that's yeah. That's crazy. Like I, you got to take you got to take the good with the bad. Like he got you LeBron
0: can't. championship stats. He didn't want to brag about the one he don't want.
1: <laughs> exactly, like he like he like yeah. Well, you know I got does what what Lebron got three now four.
0: I think four. Yeah,
1: he like he like yeah. I got four chips, uh, Mister President. Can we ask you about the six that you lost? No, 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 no. no. Let's just focus on the four. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on, man! Like, stop it. This, this, he, yo, he is so egotistical, man. Like narcissism is real there. Rough or thinking. He seemed he seemed like he um used to always get in his way. Oh, hands down. That man always folds his
0: arms. That's one thing. If you watch him, when he's upset, watch his body language. He always folds his arms and he pounces like a like a child that can't get a toy in a in the toy store. Yeah. Or can't get the cereal they want when they walking down the aisle. He pouts. Yeah. So yeah, they, he, he real immature. Imagine going through 70 what what's he like seventy-four or something, seventy two? Two years of life always getting your way. Nobody telling you no. And then people said, get the hell out of there. And you're talking about I ain't leaving. Yeah. I'm gonna say
1: <laughs> get that shit. I'm oh, like, yo I, I I can't wait to see what happened. So I, like, I I to see what was going to happen. Like, i like, see so you are gonna really try to stay in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, if he does, man, it'll be it'll be entertaining. We shall find out.
0: the yeah. next episode
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> you, nah, man, but. Now, this has been another, um, you know, episode of the Liberated Minds show. As always, um, you know, keep the discussion going. We always um, encourage feedback. So until next time, that's Kay. I'm Jay. We'll see you next episode. Peace. Peace.